the thing about Graham Bonnet is he's really honest. So you know you're probably going to get something good out of him. And although I feel strange about uh, reviewing other people's podcasts, um, this is a really nice little um, interview from Mitch Lafont, who um, go and visit him on YouTube, subscribe to that channel because he's got some good stuff on there. But, you know, with, with Graham, you know, he's, he's done it. He's come to an accommodation with himself. He's revisited those times, particularly, you know, his, his heavy rock and heavy metal times when he wasn't, uh, that, that he left without, I suppose, closure because of the the rainbow and particularly the Schenker stuff. And he's at peace with himself. You know, he's saw him on stage in the Schenker Fest, recent, uh, fairly recent project with current current then singer, Michael Schenker group singer, Doogie, Doogie White. And also with Gary Bardens and with, uh, with uh, Robin McCauley in there. And they all were respectful of each other, worked well together. And this gentleman, Mr. B, still has that voice, that bellow, the bonnet bellow, still has that. He's here interviewed at home, gets his cat in, in, into camera, has a little chuckle to himself early on. And as I say, he's very honest. This is from the 7th of December this year. Talks about his back surgery that he had, but now he finds that his shoulders need replacing. Nothing immediate, but, you know, he's... He's, he knows he's getting older. So lots of people are walking around with grey hair, so he decides to stop dyeing mine. Quite right. And he looks like he's grown old gracefully, this gentleman. You know, he's not gone and tightened up the cheeks or, or had the eyes lifted or anything like that. It doesn't look like to me. It looks like, he, you know, what you see is what you get with this gentleman. That's quite right. And, you know, he's recently... He's in his pomp, in a way, because he's recently produced... Um, the Born Innocent album, the new Alcatraz album, which I reviewed and was delighted to do so. A, a real metallic push. Great songs, and he sounded great, the band sounded great, but it looked like, you know, they were ready to move on and to really push this. Of course, coronavirus stopped that, but it's never that easy with Graham because he says that the manager quit at the same time because he, not through uh, any issues around not wanting to carry on with that kind of management and quite a lot of the band quit at the same time saying we can't do it without him so Graham's going to put together a new band who he said he's got some big players that he can't speak about at the moment he then casually throws in of course Alcatraz are going out uh, without me but you know there's nothing I can do about that and Mitch quite rightly says well hang on a minute don't you don't you own the name isn't the name owned by you can't you do something but Graham just sort of shrugs slightly and and accepts it. It's a great I suppose, you know, you, you these things happen and you can you can go to court and spend a lot of money or you can just say, well, I'll do my own thing then. Um people will soon realise this is not with me, so I'll just let that pass. It's much easier. Other people will do what you do what they do and you cannot control what they do. You can only control your reaction to what they do and that seems to be what he has realised and has a real peaceful nature to that you know he's um, he's also writing for the Grand Bonnet Band at the moment so he has a lot of going on which is great and since he recently fairly recently returned to the hard rock and the metal side of his um, 
of his output, we have really, I think, as fans, embraced that. And it's, that's great to see. He really enjoyed the Schenker Fest. You could tell he really enjoyed doing that. Wanted to reunite with, with, with Michael Schenker, particularly, as he said, the last time he saw him, really, was when he um, was ejected from the band after, uh, you know, a concert in Sheffield, England, as he calls it, which, which led to some drunken revealing. <clears throat> and uh, he feels bad about that and said it was lovely to be able to, to look over to, 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 to Michael and him and give him the thumbs up rather than, you know, leaving on that kind of and continuing with that kind of bad feeling. Great, you know, he said he feels like he's redeemed himself on that and he, he's at peace with that, which allows him to say that, you know, he was able to say to Michael I did, that he didn't like the artwork for the Revelation album because, of course, what you've got famously on that cover is uh, Michael um, being crucified, really, on a sort of flying V with a kind of... Um, a kind of crucifixion drawing, you know, of the uh, of that the, the Christianity shows us so much. And he was able to say, I don't like, I don't like this artwork. He also doesn't like Michael being deified in that way, you know. And he says it would be Michael's idea um, to do that, he presumes. So he's very honest about that, you know. And Mitch says, well, when I when I play that album, I do turn, I have turned the, the cover the other way so I don't need to see it when I play it. Um, and it upset some people you know for me personally I, I it didn't um I realized what was happening but it didn't uh, upset me um you know but as far as I'm concerned you, you 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 your belief system is where you find it isn't it and some people have a belief in metal and a belief in that flying v and a belief in the work that comes out of that and I thought it was satirizing that belief but I understand where Graham's coming from as well. And very, very ballsy for him to, to tell him. You know, as he says, you know, he doesn't feel people should be should be um, adored. You know, he says, he said, we're musicians, not magicians. I, I, I like the way he thinks. You know, he's got a very modest and, and down home and very kind of calm feeling about that. Um, I personally feel that some people feel a different way. And there's an understanding of that too. But yeah. Um, he talks about also about how he works, you know, with the um, with the metal he provides and with the hard rock he provides. And he says that he couldn't he couldn't do that if he wasn't listening to other stuff. He doesn't listen, listen to hard rock or metal when he's making that stuff. Um, and he's his longevity is extraordinary. You know, he's playing been playing live since he was fifteen. You know, and he still has that voice. And Mitch asks him, "Do you go through?" Um, some kind of preparation every time you sing live because you still have that and I agree and I've seen him live recently still still has that marvellous voice that I thought when I first heard him with Rainbow that'll be gone within a few years won't it well no that's the voice he has and he did have some surgery he said a while ago on one of his vocal cords which was flat he said, he, he said cortisone was injected into it and it plumped up as he said, he sounds a bit, a bit naughty, but his vocal cords is now plumped up. And he said, and I can sing really well. Of course, he tells tells us it helps that he was born with fucking huge lungs. Yeah. And, you know, this is a really nice, really sweet, short documentary, or rather interview, should I say, with a really settled, relaxed, honest 
approachable gentleman and really nice to spend time with. And for those of us who love rock and metal and love Graham Bonnet, it's so great to see him in rude health, emotionally and physically. It's uh, always a four out of five, we'll say. But the, the grading is not the important thing. The going to, to Mitch's um, YouTube channel and the listening to Graham Bonnet's work is what's important. And go have a listen to Alcatraz Born Innocent. You won't be disappointed. Great to see him. And I hope we'll see him for many, many more years to come. Ta-ta.